0: it going it hello ain't. out there just coming in with a nice soothing pet shop opening indeed welcome welcome everybody to Zach and Griffin's ASMR pet shop I am Griffin I am ASMR Zach and this this week this I, I lost it I lost no, no, should sh- keep saying 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 it. Back I'm back in hello back in.
1: I have a... Because of quarantine, I have a, a full beard for the first time in my life. So allow me to uh, scratch my beard into my microphone. Oh, please. There we go.
0: I can attempt, but I don't think it's going to do anything. That's okay. I don't know if it worked. Allow me to rub two bottle caps together. Excellent. Excellent. What other shitty ASMR do we have? Now, allow me to exhale just a lot longer than I have any business doing. Do it. cool 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 okay i think that's i'm bad. out of this <laughs> <Fantastic>. hey everybody <laughs> welcome back to another episode of zach and griffin's multiversal Pet Shop. i'm zach i'm griffin and uh we are returning today to the world of avatar because it's great some great news happened in which they, they decided to put the show back on netflix after i think like a good like a Five, well, six to seven years of it yeah. not being on Netflix,
1: and I'm thrilled. I have been rewatching. I'm already through book one. I'm like almost halfway through book two already. It's good. It, it man, it holds up. It, it's just it's real
0: good. Like I could, I
1: know we could. Sp- if we don't focus, I will spend. We will both spend this entire episode just gushing about Avatar.
0: Oh, I mean, that's what we did with the last one too. We just sat this there. This is gushed. fair.
1: But before we dive into that, I do have a new... Well, not a new segment, but a new... Rendition. Rendition of an old segment. The
0: pet News. Got some pet News for you, Zach Rob, and faithful customers. I'm excited because I've been trying to find some good ones and it's just been kind of sad news. Yeah. Generally. So... this is from about This is from
1: about a month ago. Um, This is coming to to you from uh, livescience.com, and the headline reads, Male Lemurs Stink Flirt Using Fruity Floral Love Potion.
0: Did you you say stink flirt? Stink flirt. Okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, Please uh, say more. (laughs) Sorry, it's very good. The long and short of it is that uh, male lemurs... Have these weird? They have these weird wrist glands. You know how in the Sam in the the, the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, how yeah. like in every other rendition of Spider Man, he's got like a gadget that
0: shoots his web. He's got to do a web a web sling, yeah. Like web but launcher a, but in the Sam
1: yeah. Raimi Spider Mans, it just comes from his wrist from yeah. for no it, reason. Yeah, is this stuff coming out of you? Imagine that. Imagine that little slot like on cool. a lemur wrist, yeah, r- right at
0: the wrist. Yeah, there's a little
1: gland. That it produces a smelly, secret ingredient, which they then rub on their tails and waft as a scent cloud toward a likely mate. Secretions from these, uh, uh, these and other glands are commonly used by male lemurs to communicate with other males, marking territory, demonstrating social rank, and readiness for breeding. But scientists recently discovered that lemurs produce additional chemicals that are used to, quote-unquote, stink-flirt with females during their yearly mating season. So they're like spider cupid. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I'm just in love. A, in love. Uh, it's just a it's just a kind of pheromone I'm gathering. But from it says the uh, for most of the year. Uh, so the scientists collected samples of wrist secretions, which is horrible. <laughs> from three male lemurs during breeding and non-breeding seasons. For most of the year, this liquid smelled, quote-unquote, bitter, leathery, and green. I don't know. I'm guessing green like nature green, not just yeah. like, oh, this smells blue. This um, smells like green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Researchers wrote in the study that they smelled, they smelled these smells, but during the breeding season, it smelled, quote, more fruity, floral, and sweet. Hmm. Ring-tailed lemurs are sensitive to olfactory cues. The scent could change to signal females that males are ready to mate.
0: Would do you, Here's a question. Do mm. you think that the world would be a more peaceful place if, you know, looking back at our history, mm-hmm. if instead of what we as mankind have done to mark our territory, if instead we just walked up and were like, I want this. whip, it's mine now. And <laughs> we be like, Yep. You whipped it uh, well something I can do
1: i don't I don't know I don't know. because there's then gonna be one ordinary person who's just like is just gonna walk over it and flip over your flip and be like hey, it's mine now and then we have the same problems uh, I, I don't think I don't think the distribution of claiming territory or the method of claiming territory changes human nature much <laughs> we're that all we're all still bastards
0: I was just trying to be optimistic I think
1: I know but as we've established, I am darkness and you are light, and yeah. I have to naysay you at every turn.
0: The the world, yeah, the, uh, yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: The idea of like a like a hardcore bro down with just some dudes like squirting juices out of their wrists though, sounds really funny. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: You caught me big mid coffee swing. I have, oh, that man. was not a sip, that was a mouthful when you said squirting juices. <laughs> I about died. I think I have coffee coming out of my eyes. What the no, fuck, like, imagine, yeah.
0: like, like, Tad and Lyle from, you know, like, Omicron Beta Phi. <laughs> They're like, that's my cake, bro. Squirt, like, squirt. Yeah. It's like, no way, dude. Get yeah, out of bro. Squirt, squirt. God, man. That's
1: terrible, yo! I was talking with Becky last night, but I'm pretty
0: sure Tad got juices on her. So, like, I don't think it's gonna oh, go man. anywhere. It's like, oh, you think you think Bertha's gonna be into you? It's like I don't know. Gotta hit her with the with with, with those wrist juices. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that just sounded weird. I take that back. Yeah, that whole bit. I think that last
1: like 60 seconds was not our finest work. Um, oh, but, yeah, but I did I, like I did like Tad and Lyle from Omicron Beta Phi.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, i I take I take back the bit. The bit's done. All I right. ruined it. I, I, I tr- this this smelling this fruity smelling bit has turned <laughs> rancid and vile.
1: <laughs> well, let us get a nice bit cleansing going on uh, uh, with with some uh, lovely critters from Avatar.
0: Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it, and I'm very
1: excited. Yeah, I guess to the uninitiated, if you have not witnessed the, the glory that is Avatar The Last Airbender, it's a really good show, and it's on Netflix, and you should watch it.
0: Yeah, for those uh, who haven't seen the show and who haven't listened to our previous episode on the creatures, most of the, the creatures in this world are some... Hybrid of two or more creatures, sometimes creatures that like should that have no business being put together, and yet yeah. are yeah, like the uh, what was the the pythoniconda
1: yeah, which is just is two one of snakes. them that's just two snakes, and it's like <laughs> why? There was uh one of those on our short list for today was the cat gator, and no, it's yes. not like a like a kitty cat, but like a catfish. So it's a big fishy gator with just like the weird
0: whiskers. <laughs> There's also one that I really want to do at some point, which is the flying fisher potamus. Oh God! (laughs) Which, when it happens, it will be glorious. Yeah. You get the point. So the first one we're going to look at is actually one of my favorites. I always thought this was the coolest when I was a kid. uh, Is the sheer shoe? Sheer Sheer Mm -hmm. shoe. Is a large, star-nosed mole-like mammal that has no eyes. And thus relies on its highly speci- spe- specialized, specialized, specialized sense of smell. Yeah, they're real weird, but they're <laughs> kind of awesome. The animal's face has a large, muscular snout that ends in a collection of small, pink, fleshy tendrils surrounded, uh, surrounding the nostril, uh, used to detect scents in the environment, and that effectively allows the shearshoe to see its surroundings, like huh. like Daredevil, but with your nose. Yeah. It's nose. like if toucan Sam were the were daredevil. <laughs> he, follow, he follows his nose wherever he goes. See, I was just gonna say
1: nose devil, but toucan Sam daredevil is much better.
0: And I just want a, some fan art of toucan Sam in <laughs> the daredevil costume.
1: <laughs> it's really small. It covers the entire beaks. Just you can't oh, tell that's that it's him. Good.
0: Anyway. The shearshoe can smell a particular scent over hundreds of miles away, making it an ideal tracker. In addition to its strong olfactory abilities, the shearshoe's saliva contains paralyzing agents. Ew. Along with its uh, long, sharp set of teeth, the shearshoe has a whip-like tongue tipped with large triangular... Ooh, this is a word. I, think, I believe it's papillae. P-A-P-I-L-L-A-E. Pillae. Papillae. I don't know. Hang on. Are you are you gonna you can give me a a second set of eyes on this one?
1: Yeah, I would say papillae.
0: Papillae. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, get in the comments. It's Let me know like, if I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> don't at me. Um, yeah. It's kind of like kind of like pila, you know, the little like yeah. little wiggly things on bacteria yeah. that help them move. I'm imagining yeah. it's something like that.
0: I thought those were called flagellum.
1: There's there's several different locomotive bacterial implements.
0: That's. <laughs> <laughs> Locomotive bacterial implements, uh, which the Sheer Shoe uses to disable its prey. Depending on the target's size and how hard it is hit, the Sheer Shoe's tongue can either stun or paralyze prey for a period of time, ranging from a few minutes up to several hours. Woof. Woof indeed. Yeah. I'm trying to find the name of... Uh, there's the cool bounty hunter from the show who has a Sheer Shoe, and I June. can't find... Yeah, June. Yeah. And I can't... Voiced
1: by Jennifer Hale, I figured out. It is Jennifer Hale, yeah. yeah. I can't the think of what Jennifer Hale.
0: I can't think of what her sheer shoes name is. Um I don't know I don't if feel... it ever
1: if it was ever established to have a name.
0: Griffin, am I a fake fan cuz I can't think of the Sheershoe's name?
1: I don't know cuz I don't is it um Oh, I found it on the wiki at least. It's Nyla.
0: Nyla. But I don't
1: think I ever knew that. I don't shoe. think me Griffin ever knew that.
0: It was you said it, and I went, "Oh yes." So at some point, I knew it, and then just totally yeah. forgot about it. So you know, that's life, and me trying to seem like I know shit.
1: <laughs> so these things are pretty, pretty, pretty big.
0: Oh I yeah, no. Like. As we described, they're they're, they're, they're mountable. Um, yeah. um, uh, June the bounty hunter does a uh, 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 ride hers like a horse.
1: Yeah, but at um, one point, like um, I'm going to be referencing the show a lot because it's fresh for me. But like, yeah. I think in the episode where the shoe shows up, uh, Shishu show. Like at one point, June and Iro and Zuko are all riding it. So like, yeah,
0: no, they're huge.
1: It's it's big enough to carry that many people, what? including Iroh, who's a, a thick lad.
0: Oh he, yeah, he's a big boy. Um, Welcome to the Purina shoe Show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to slide that in there.
1: Yeah. So they're yeah they're they're definitely got that mole sort of face and the weird nose frills.
0: Yeah, it says down here, oh, what was it? The Sheshus is a combination of a giant anteater, a German shepherd and a star-nosed mole.
1: A German shepherd is very specific.
0: It is, it's I think it's the coloration. Yeah. It's got the the sort of brown and black sort of coloration. Yeah, for yeah, it's a a large so you know how ant, aardvarks or anteaters have the big sort of lush tail.
1: Mhm.
0: The the uh, um and, and sort of the long body that is a tail. sort of it does have a lush tail. It's sort of a cross between the sort of the, the aardvark's kind of a, a muscular body with the, a, a bit of a German shepherd kind of head. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, without eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have sort of the muzzle and like a, a star-nosed mole-like appendages yeah. <laughs> at the end. It's got those um, weird
1: little frills.
0: And yeah, they've got a cool paralyzing tongue. It says that uh, Tame shoe shoes are mainly used for their superior tracking ability. They can detect uh, a, a particular scent anywhere in the world, paralyze their prey from afar without doing permanent damage, are extremely fast and agile, and can travel over great distances without tiring significantly. So, Jeez. I mean, like, they're sort of like... It, I don't want Triple threats, quadruple threats there?
1: <laughs> yeah. They got a lot to offer.
0: Like, we've talked about different
1: sorts of, like planar tracking creatures in previous yeah. episodes i the sheer shoe, i think is kind of unparalleled in terms of it's just flexibility and because yeah. it can just smell something once and it's like well oh, gotcha bitch i got it and i can
0: track it in the world yeah now if you have some sort of um smelling spell that you can you know have uh, the sheer shoe maybe smell across planes of existence then like mm-hmm. please you're, make you're boned, you're boned. God, I believe I, I, I believe what, Dan like. uh, uh, that that Xan from Imprinted Echoes is working on one such spell at the very moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, it says that despite its size and weight, the Shushu has outstanding agility and can hold its own in close combat situations, using its powerful claws it can easily protect itself from most threats, though in the majority of cases close combat is unnecessary. The Shushu's tongue can reach up to several meters. Yeesh and incapacitate opponents before they have a chance to get near. Its critical weakness is its highly sensitive sense of smell, which can be overwhelmed by strong scents, effectively blinding it, and, in some cases, inducing a frenzied panic. Yeah. Oh, and then the the, the beginning of the next paragraph is Nyla. So, you know, way to go, me.
1: Yeah. yeah these things are, are, are hardcore. I would not want to be on the run from a sheer shoe.
0: But oh like, no, not at all. I that wanna you see that, be able
1: to run. I wanna see that sequence of like, you know, there's the like prison chain gang that's busted out and they're doing all the things to like they're like crossing the river and mm-hmm. trying to like throw the dogs off their scent. I wanna see that uh scene. But it's a Shearshoe
0: chasing them, and they all uh, fail and go back to jail. And they just, yeah, they're they're hunted down very quickly.
1: Or it's they get out, and, you know, they hear over the loudspeaker, it's like, Give up! We've released the Shearshoe! And they're like, Ah, beans. All right. They're like, You got us! Yep, nope, we're not getting anywhere.
0: Um, this is interesting. I was reading, I'm in the connection section of the, the com slash wiki slash Shearshoe. Um. Slash shushu. Uh, it does say uh, that. Additionally, some species of moles, such as the European mole, are venomous. What? Which is where the shushu's sort of paralyzing tongue thing comes from, I guess.
1: Venomous moles.
0: A venomous mole.
1: That's twisted. What? That's really interesting. Damn, nature, scary. Damn, nature what, is real what scary. Nature is really scary. What reason does a mole have to be venomous? Like they, their self-defense mechanism is burrowing. Why do they also
0: need to be venomous? Um, I mean, what, it, they have to come up eventually, I would assume, and... I guess. Especially if, you know, something's got a good sense of smell and can well, maybe it, track them, then, you know, when you pop your head out, you want to be able to, like, if someone tries to, to bite your head off, just be like, nope! Yeah. Alright, I'm going Venomous
1: it. Venomous is, it bites me, and I'm, it's bad, right? Not, I bite it, that's poisonous?
0: Oh, well, I, I, th- that, no, po- poison, I believe, is an artificial thing. Venom is... Hang on. Like po- poisons are things that I think are ma- manufactured, um, whereas venom is a natural thing.
1: I think I think there's both.
0: I could be, I, I could very well be wrong.
1: The thing I'm trying to remember is like if one one of it is if I bite it I die. One of it if it, if it bites me I die. You know, like I think if some moles it very well
0: very, moles it very well might be that if you bite it you die sort of yeah. thing. Well, if
1: I it's because if I bite it it's gonna bite me back. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: But you know, like if if a um, you know, like a poisonous plant, like if I yes. eat the poisonous plant, I die. That's fair. But if the plant is venomous and it bites me, <laughs> then I die. That's yeah, what I'm, that I'm trying to plant. piece together. That's some intense um, shit. Please, please, uh, future Griffin, please uh, take this next couple minutes to um, edit around as Griffin does some as current present Griffin does some Google searching.
0: Hey Griffin, in the future, you're looking good. How's hey. your day going? Um well it's lasted I'm, I'm for ta- all of
1: fifty minutes right now.
0: I'm talking to future you right now, Griffin.
1: Oh, you know I'm doing okay. I'm probably editing this on Sunday before game, so like There you go. Yeah, I think I I think I'm right. Poison is poisonous animals tend to be more passive aggressive, they won't actively attack their prey, but release their toxin as a result of being eaten so there therefore you go. they die. Whereas venom is actively injected via a bite or a sting.
0: You know what's nice about this show? Yeah. I learn a lot of shit from this show. <laughs> yeah, like we we and, could... <laughs> and just when we have questions and then we look things up and we're like, "Oh, there we
1: know." Yeah, like we do a lot of goofy goofs and and I think I think our our show is this uh, I li- I like to think that the peak form of our show is this nice cool triangle where it's one part weird metafiction, one part improv comedy, and one part like actual education.
0: It's fun. And educational,
1: and then in the center is goofs about like sports and movies.
0: Yes. (laughs) Now, there are a couple pieces of trivia um, having to do with Shearshoe. All right. So apparently, so from before the time of Avatar Kyoshi, shearshoes were used by Earth monarchs to execute their political enemies. Yo. Yup.
1: What? (laughs)
0: And then also,
1: that's, that's hardcore. A, God, can you imagine hardcore. the last shit you see being a sheer shoe tongue whipping oh. in your direction?
0: And then you're devoured.
1: That sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, though. Oh, oh man. And then be... also, a painting of sheer shoes in the Fire Nation was given to Professor Shah of Bossing Se University mm. by Hai Ran to seemingly show the goodwill between the Fire Nation and the Earth Kingdom. Though it was in reality part of. Jean Zhu, I can't pronounce that. Plot to recover the escaped. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Jean Zhu. Uh, uh, their plot to recover the escaped Avatar Kyoshi. Hmm. So people being real shady with sheer shoes. Shady with sheer shoes. Why, hello. I'm Francis McGillin, and this is Shady with Sheer Shoes. <laughs> the shady, shady with sheer shoe show.
1: Oh yes. Shady, shady with Shelly the sheer shoe show.
0: Presented by Purina. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sheer Shoes. They're cool. I mean, obviously, any sort of, like, you know, uh, I mean, like, hunting sort of thing or a, a, a worldwide, ooh, like, a, like, imagine, like, amazing race, but ooh. with sheer Shoes. Where in the world is Shear Shoe San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> but the Shear Shoe has to find Shear Shoe San Diego as well. Ah, it's a game just for Sheer Shoes. <laughs> Other people don't get to take part. They don't. It's, just they don't. it's a spectator sport. It's a spectator sport. <laughs> All right. Does
1: that wrap sheer up shoes. Sheer
0: Shoes? I think so. I think so. All
1: righty. Up next, we have a a, a kind of shitty but also pretty noble creature, I like to think, and that's the, the ostrich horse. The ostrich horse. <laughs> Which, in reality... I think, I think bears much more resemblance to ostrich than horse. It's just a beefier ostra- ostrich. Yeah. It maintains the general like ostrich body structure. Like It's got the two legs. It's got the big donk. It's got the long neck. The, the big donk. Yeah, where you sit. It exhibits traits seen in horses, including an odd number of functional digits, a uh, third trochanter on the femur, which, I mean, is just part of its bendy legness. Mm-hmm. Bendy legness, whatever it's staying in, uh, Got and it. hair as the primary body covering as opposed to feathers. The equine characteristics which it exhibits can also be attributed to members of the horse family, the equine creatures such as horses, donkeys, and zebras. The horse ostrich, ostrich horse, whatever, also bears resemblance to several extinct species of flightless birds, such as the terror birds. Whoa! Of the Flourouscracade family. I don't know. Some science word. I That's decided a name. To, I just decided to put some stink on it so it sounded like I said it right. Very good. But yeah, it's a... Uh, it's they're, they're hairy birds, which is, I guess, the first big weird part. Um, they're native to the Earth Kingdom, though they're often used in the Fire Nation as well. Their head, it's like a horse head... But like, uh, only, like a quarter of the way down the snout, it turns to beak instead.
0: It, it turns to beak. Yeah. But they've got
1: the little horse ears.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They've kind of got the 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 kind of floppy, hairy horse tail. Mm-hmm. But then the bird feet, like the big three-toed one in the back, mm-hmm. uh, horse or bird feet, like talons. Yeah. They're often used as like mounts or beasts of burden. You see a lot in Last Airbender of Earth Kingdom soldiers riding them
0: into battle. It's it's sort of yeah, the the standard issue.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they're used to, you know, draw carriages and our, our yeah military mounts reliance on ostrich horses as a primary means of transportation was not restricted solely to the military they were also commonly used among civilians uh, as beasts of burden the use of ostrich horses also eventually extended to be multicultural exhibited by the fact of fire nation soldiers uh, kept several ostrich horses in some of their colonies uh, yeah sorry i'm just looking at these beautiful creatures
0: yeah, they're they're very majestic, honestly. Yeah, they've also got, if I remember, like mad hops. Oh yeah, they're, they 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 got a bit of a, a, a of uh you know they got those ostrich powerful legs. Yeah, got that hops. The op- got them ostrich ups. Well, and also horses, like you know, they sit there and they. I guess jump I don't shit. imagine
1: I don't see horses. Don't necessarily have like a sick vertical though, you know. <laughs> I mean, they they jump shit all the time. I know. Though, I know. You know what I mean, I'm just remembering the scene where like. Ang's riding up a wall and two ostrich horses literally jump like 40 feet in the air to catch up with him uh I want to show. see I, basically what I'm saying is I want to see a horse with a 40 foot vertical that's fair where it just rears back and goes sproing
0: <laughs> nice 40 foot vertical leap
1: ostrich horses are uh bipedal creatures as mentioned before they exhibit morphological traits, including elongated and robust hind limbs. They bear a robust. Uh, modified enso- enciodactyl toe arrangement, which I think is just a fun scientific way of saying they got bird feet.
0: They got bird feet. Yes.
1: <laughs> they all have claws. Uh, their powerful hind limbs allow the ostrich horse to maintain high speeds over long distance, jump considerable heights, and run short distances along vertical surfaces, so they can do monk shit, too. They can do monk shit. The ostrich horse has a robust body and possesses short elliptical wings, accounting for its flightlessness. It has an elongated head with a broad beak that is strongly uh, decurved. two ears located posterior to the orbit, which is, again, a fancy science way of saying back of the head. And
0: oh, yeah. a thick neck. <laughs> <laughs> that thick neck. <laughs> can we talk about? I, I think of all creatures, like aside from like dogs, I think mm-hmm. horses have like the cutest ears. I love horse ears. C- yeah, because they're, they're so kind of they kind
1: of like flick a lot. You well, know? they flick and,
0: like... and they're kind of they, they're they're kind of like a little tube. Yeah, like that. Like someone just got, like if you took like a like a like a toilet paper roll tube <laughs> and just sort of like <laughs> cut it like halfway down and sort of spread it out. Yeah, that's how you make horse ears. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You cracked the code, Zachra. I did it. <laughs> I know how to make horse ears out of paper towels. <laughs> now this is interesting.
1: This is a a, a small perhaps um, uh, 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 inconsistency in this part of the document. It says ostrich horses are covered almost entirely with coarse brown feathers. The only exception are the head region, covered by coarse tan hair, and the caudal region, which is the butt, I'm pretty sure, uh, which can consist of either white or brown hair. The head Hmm. can also be covered with a mane, appearing either white and tan in coloration. Short manes extend from behind the ears to the middle of the neck, whereas long manes extend from behind the ears to the shoulders. The wingtips also vary among individuals and can appear brown, tan, or white in coloration. Oh, shit, these, these guys are wearing wingtips? These are some classy-ass birds. Yeah, can you imagine what those would look like, for real, though? Like, for bird some, feet? <laughs> some big-ass, like, wingtip shoes? Ooh. Uh, I think it'd look real good. <laughs> so, there's a bit of a, a inconsistency of whether they're, like, mostly hair or mostly feathers. A good a good combination, a good smattering of both.
0: Yeah, you know. I gotta say, an armored ostrich horse looks kind of badass.
1: Oh, yeah, like... There's just that. It's like that armored shell, just kind of going from the head down the long neck.
0: Well, it's kind of like on the on the on the legs too. Oh, you're right. They've
1: got like greaves, ostrich greaves, uh, yes.
0: ostrich greaves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're badass looking. They
1: are uh, pretty docile
0: and used, yeah,
1: as transportation, cavalry mounts, beasts of burdens. Can be equipped with armor to be used by the mostly by the Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, civilians can also equip domesticated ostrich horses with saddles to use for you know carrying things pulling carriages etc while they generally have a calm temperament ostrich horses have been known to buck and kick their riders as well as nearby bystanders when startled or agitated you know like a horse which ostrich horse wild ostrich horses are solitary and can
0: be found near human settlements i mean so pretty much uh they're like a horse but with a little more oomph
1: yeah they, they've got. They've definitely got more of the temperament of a horse. I would say, mm-hmm. yeah. Like exterior, they definitely resemble more ostrich. Interior, spiritually, they resemble spiritually, more
0: horse. They, they horsey boys. They
1: horsey boys and girls. And like, and they're they're fine. You know, like, I I know that like. I talked about can I, ostriches being bastards like a couple episodes ago. I'm pretty sure
0: you you did kind of put ostriches on blast, mm-hmm. but like is this, is is this the point where you officially on the record take back what you said or no? For our ostrich viewers, you know, listeners out there,
1: no. But ostrich horses are okay.
0: Oh, okay. That's, like like yeah. you got some
1: horse in you, so I'm fine.
0: I was but, just trying to facilitate a little bit of peace here. But, you do you know, fine. You
1: haven't been to one of these reunions where like they're just so rude like they bring like they, they bring like you know we're, you're allowed to bring like you know like your your partner or whatever to the meetings but like they bring like their entire friend group which doesn't even consist of birds sometimes like this is supposed to be a bird meeting but I guess like I'm there so like it's complicated you, but
0: you, you are you are a man made of flesh yes I
1: am but not always though
0: anyway ostrich horses I my wings I know man I know Well,
1: growing up on a farm Varric owned an ostrich horse named Mrs. Beaks <laughs> Good Thanks trivia <laughs> I don't even know who Varric is Oh Varric from Korra
0: Yeah from Korra the, the, the industrialist
1: Yeah that guy Anyway oh, I think that's all about I have to say about ostrich horses I I, I, I bun myself out a little bit there I'm sorry at the end um, It's fine But they're, they're, they're all... badass Especially covered in armor <laughs> Holy shit
0: Badass with dadass, because they, they do have those big ostrich donks. Got that um, big ostrich donk. Mm, mm, mm. Fantastic. Well, well, with that, ad break? I think so. I think let's uh, uh flit on over to an ad break. Ad break, baby. <laughs> yeah. Scoot it over.
2: Tired of normal, ordinary pet litter? Afraid to take the plunge on buying that but here because you're worried about those massive dukes? Your Pegasus too noble for a litter box? Then do we have the product for you? Litter Align! This magically enchanted pet litter emits a scent that matches the alignment of you or your pet. It magically replaces all pet stink with a personalized scent just for your alignment. Or for those picky pets. It will produce a scent so enticing they'd be ashamed not to do their business there. Maybe your nightmare steed needs a little taste of home. Try Neutral Evil Brimstone. Coatal Assistant keeps banishing its droppings to your pillow. Try Lawful Good Clean Linen. Alignments vary between pet and owner. Can't go wrong with true neutral new car. Or maybe your pet doesn't care and you just need something to cover that stench. Then Chaotic Neutral Bacon Grease is the litter for you. In addition... Litteraline auto-magically cleans itself every 24 hours, and you can change scents at any time with our convenient take-home transcentation packs. Call 1-800-PET-SHOP and start realigning the way your pet does business. Litteraline, a scent for all kinds.
1: And welcome back, everyone. We're, We're back! Back. With, some a- back with some ASMR!
2: ASMR! Uh, <laughs>
1: That was some ASMR to bring you back and from that very exciting ad break to level us back up. Hope out.
0: you enjoyed it. <laughs> Shit.
1: <laughs> you're doing you're doing my thing. You're doing you doing the Barry voice.
0: Rock on! <laughs> God damn it. Welcome back everyone. We're back from the break our ad oh, break to uh, continue uh, on with uh, our the back half of the episode <laughs> this is probably one of the most legendary creatures in all the avatar canon yeah. and that is of course the sabertooth moose lion that's a
1: lot of that's a lot of animal it's a, it's
0: a lot of descriptors i know
1: <laughs> sabertooth um, moose lion
0: sabertooth moose lion sabertooth moose lion is I I've, I believe it would be referred to as huge, like if we were you know five e category these. I'd things. say they're very so. big. Yeah, um, they're definitely like, bigger than large. Well, because like a real moose, like is already kind of pushing like <laughs> into huge. Because real mooses are so fucking big. Yeah, can
1: we talk about um, that for just a second? Like like
0: how big a moose is. Moose are huge. Have you... There's a really good Mythbusters episode. Yeah! Because there's the myth that, like, if you're about to hit a moose to instead accelerate... Instead of slow because, down. yeah, Because there's the option uh, that you'll miss... The, like, you'll take it out its legs... You'll, like, um, graze and it'll go the moose. over... Yeah. yeah. it'll go over the roof and you won't destroy your car because of a moose. Um, and it was a really good episode. <laughs> yeah, didn't Turns they build, out, like, an don't.
1: analog... They built an analog moose out of, like, tires...
0: Yeah, they they, they built a fake moose, um, and it did not go well. No. Uh, uh, what they found out is: do not accelerate if you're about to hit a moose. Throw <laughs> the bla- the brakes and yeah. try to get out of the way because the moose is a very are very sturdy. <laughs>
1: yeah, they are. Anyway. I think thick with three C's at least. Oh, there's
0: so many C's. They're so they're so um, big, but yes. So you've got uh, uh, the bigness of a moose, even a little larger. Crossed with sort of the, the hunched muscular body and hind legs of like a saber toothed tiger. Yeah. With the the same you know, the the saber toothed tusks almost the big ass teeth Mm -hmm. yeah and it's it looks like it's just jack (laughs) and then it's got the, the the lion sort of tail with like the the fringe on the end yeah
1: and and from what i recall of their behavior i think i think this is one of those where like the lion is a lot in the behavior of the creature oh
0: yes they they they're very territorial and hostile yeah yeah, here we go. Anatomy: the saber tooth uh, moose lion stands at least ten feet high, with brown fur, a long muzzle, and a pair of palm shaped antlers on its head. Yeah. Its body and tail are feline in appearance, and its two enlarged upper fangs extend past its lower jaw. It has large clawed paws. Yeah. A so, like, if it's, cub, if it's ooh, ten,
1: if it's ten feet tall and it's a quadruped, then yeah, like. That's that i would
0: I would categorize that as huge, oh, it's huge that that and that that's ten feet tall like on all fours, yes, so like if it you if know, like, it reared, reared back up, oh man. <sighs> That thing would be immense. It's got it's got great dunking potential. I'll say. Oh, that definitely. Much. I mean, it doesn't. It it could dunk like on all fours. It just it, like stabs <laughs> the ball and just sort of <laughs> scrapes it off into the basketball hoop.
1: <laughs> and then you don't have a ball anymore.
0: And then you don't have a ball anymore. But then again, it's the lion. You know, it's like it it it, it wins, mm-hmm. and then no one else can play. So no one can be better than the moose lion. This is true this is because true. it ended the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the moose lion cub is very small, approximately the size of a small dog. Aww. The cub is very intelligent and friendly, and it vaguely resembles a light brown hippo with a, a mid-length bushy tail and large ears. As it lacks an adult's large teeth and antlers, it appears harmless and playful. It is difficult to identify one as a moose lion until its horns and fangs have grown in. It does uh, kind of
1: have that kind of round, cute hippo body.
0: Well, that like. and the teeth, too, are sort of round and flat. Oh, like a,
1: you're right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, the most famous saber-toothed moose lion cub, of course, being the legendary Fufu Cuddly Poops. Fufu um, Cuddly Poops. Fufu Cuddly Poops, uh, who befriends the character Staka in the show as he's when he's trapped uh, in a cra- in a crag in the earth. Yeah. Um, which does not end well for him eventually. Fufu Cuddly Poops,
1: audience, audience, Fufu Cuddly Poops.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> and then Mama. Mama shows up, and it's a problem. <laughs>
0: And then it becomes a very big problem. Uh, the saber-toothed moose lion is native to the forests of the southern Earth Kingdom. Its aye, aye. large teeth, long horns, and ferocious attitude make it a formidable creature. Although it appears intimidating, the saber-toothed moose lion is, for the most part, a friendly animal. However, if a mother feels something is threatening its cub, it can become very violent.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah connections the saber-toothed moose lion is a clear mix of the moose the lion and the prehistoric saber-toothed cat or smilodon smilodon
1: smilodon i like how much scientific jargon is in this they, avatar yeah. wiki about a kid's show
0: yeah unlike real life where only male moose uh, uh possess antlers both sexes of the saber-toothed moose lion sport the ma- uh, moose's huh. massive antlers
1: that's fair i forgot about that
0: Trivia, after the Hundred Year War, a pro-bending team named itself of the Makapu Moose Lions.
1: Yeah, I like all the pro-bending teams are, are named after, are like, animals. Just like, you know, you've got the the ravens and the...
0: The Makapu Moose Lions. I like how Fufu so, Cuddly
1: Poops has his own
0: wiki page. Entry? Yeah, he does has his, have his, his own, own entry page. in the, shall in the wiki. Shall we? I mean... I, 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 think, I think we shall.
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's probably just going to be like... This is what happened yeah, I, to Saka with fufu cuddly poops. Yeah,
0: no, it's just it's just history. Eh. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Sabertooth moose lions. Uh, they'd be probably a a good uh, a pet for like any maybe like a hill giant. You know, Ooh. one of the smaller sort of giant races. Yeah. Um, or or sub races of giant, I guess.
1: I think if you're, I think if you're tough enough, like if you're if you're a, a rough enough of an earthbender, like oh yeah, having one on hand is because this does say that they're. They're fairly they're pretty friendly. friendly. I don't Unless think this you, is a creature that, like... The term domesticated, I think, is thrown around a lot. I don't think these... You necessarily, like, domesticate a saber tooth moose lion. But befriend. Yes. I think you can absolutely befriend a saber-toothed moose a lion. A saber
0: tooth moose lion. It hangs out. Maybe yeah. gives you a ride every once in a while. It's not gonna live in your house. No. And eat from, like, a bowl. <laughs> but...
1: But, like, if you are a like a hunter out in the woods and want a buddy that's like you know just like you know you have an ally in the area kind of thing mm-hmm. like you know where it's nest is and you'll go and leave it some snacks every so often just to like be like hey I respect you
0: I respect you bro
1: and then you know you're you're off on a on a cool hunt and you see like the saber tooth moose line in the distance and it's like pointing in a direction where like you lost the trail but it can smell with it's moose snout.
0: Yeah, I wanna see like a like a Goliath paladin astride a sabertooth moose lion. Oh man, we're crossing our fictions. Hang on. I'm fine with that. I know, though. I just my brain
1: needs to like slot a disc into okay, we're there. Goliath <laughs> paladin on a sabertooth moose lion. Shit.
0: Oh, what an intimidating visage.
1: Feel like a find find a greater steed. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> find greater steed a
0: sabertooth moose lion.
1: Damn.
0: And just go.
1: Yeah, these things would be pretty brutal, I imagine, if you could if you could get one to be a mount. Well, I'm looking at the, the, the shape of this thing. And a mount a mounted situation might be a bit of a and this is a scientific term, ball buster. Cause look at that hump. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda got you with that one, didn't
0: I? Oh a little bit. <laughs>
1: cause there's that really big muscular sort of like hump it has. Well, I don't
0: I, I don't know if that that that's an always thing or that's because like in the picture It's like
1: it's like tense.
0: It, it's like it's in like defense mode, you know? Yeah. It's like I'm gonna attack
1: you. It's like
0: Yeah. If it was relaxed,
1: maybe. Maybe. I think it'd be tricky regardless. I'm not saying it's impossible.
0: But I mean, you just have to have the saddle farther back. Yeah. But it would probably be a bit of a ball buster. You'd need to wear a cup yeah. while riding, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For safety. For safety purposes. For safety, of course.
1: Yeah, having having one... This, this one's gonna be a, a bit tricky to, to befriend. But I think once you get there... I think this is one of those, like... This is a, a relationship based on respect. This is a relationship where, you know, you're never gonna be best friends. It's like... You know, on, on like, the best moment that's going to happen between you two is, like, it comes to your cabin in the woods, and, like, you step out, and it, like, leans its big head down and head bonks
0: you. it's like, sup, kid? And then it, like, (laughs) heads back into the woods.
1: Yeah. And
0: that's going to be, like, the most affection it ever shows you. But, like, in a way, that's okay. Yeah. Because you're, like, you have so much respect for one another. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. That's saber-toothed moose lines. That's what I got. Cool. That's what I got for you. Uh, is that what you got? That, that that that's what I got. Anything else? What you got? Oh, oh, you're ta- oh so you're talking to me. Oh yeah, I'm talking to so you. Talking what you, what you got? You're talking about what I got. I want to know what you got. All right. Well, you know what? You want to know what I got? I've I, I mean, I've told you several times now. I, I would like to know what you got. Well,
1: you're about to get it. Okay.
0: I got a goat gorilla. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, Continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those familiar with the show know the goat gorilla, uh, known as Flopsy.
0: Flopsy, uh, the, the, the the goat gorilla that's a uh, the, the pet of renowned a uh, king of, of Omashu, King Boomy.
1: That the same, the very same.
0: The very same.
1: I didn't know that this thing was a goat gorilla. I had to look up Flopsy and then go backwards from there. But apparently it's called it's Flopsy's a goat gorilla.
0: A goat gorilla. Yikes. Remember when we said that sometimes in Avatar they put together two things that have no business being together? <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we have here.
1: Like who the fuck?
0: Oh, <laughs> who the Flopsy. fuck?
1: The Goat Gorilla is a large creature found typically within mountainous and forested areas of the Earth Kingdom, generally far from large settlements. Although a rather rampant beast in the wild, the Goat Gorilla can be quite lovable and docile in captivity. Uh, King Boomy, as mentioned, had a Goat Gorilla named Flopsy. Goat Gorillas are... They've got the... the, They're generally... They've got like a white fur coloration, which I'm guessing is the goat part. But they've mm-hmm. got the sort of musculature and stance of a gorilla that, like you know, walk on your front kind of
0: fists. The the the, the four yeah the the the, the fisty walk or yeah whatever. and
1: just the really really well built forearms. I, I, I'm trying to find a full body picture here. If I'm remembering right, the back legs are a little bit more shrimpy. Couldn't think of. I a mean, yeah, word. Just,
0: same as with gorillas, where the forearms are oh, yeah. well, the, where the arms are just a little more built.
1: Yeah. It is generally a uniform coloration, apart from small sections of the body which can appear in different pigmentations. Goat gorillas are only known to have either a murky white or a dark red hide, with brown features appearing in both cases. The goat gorilla's face is relatively intimidating, composed of large green eyes, a striking nose, and a mouth with two tusks protruding upward from the mandible. Two ivory horns. What? I said like an orc. Like an orc. To an orc gorilla, two ivory horns extend from the creature's head, with two large ears dangling to either side and a single tuft of brown fur that grows at the center of its back. They've it kind of got like a beard too, or Flopsy
0: does at least. Kind of has like got, the, got, a little, got a little goat.
1: Yeah, ah, <laughs> uh, goat uh,
0: there you go.
1: Goatee gorilla, two goats on a boat. <laughs> I don't have a goat anymore. It's gone. It's become a full beard. Yeah, you got a
0: lot of poof there today.
1: Uh, Oh, it's mad, floofy dog. Like, you don't want to see it up close. It's (laughs) bad. It's bad. Uh, (laughs) Goat gorillas are hostile towards intruders who trespass into their territory and do not hesitate in attacking those they identify as threats. Though often, whoop, they often initiate a confrontation, ramming opponents repeatedly until they fall. These creatures use their massive arms as weapons, raising them high to gain momentum before smashing them to the ground. Despite their violent nature, however, it is possible to coexist with goat gorillas, given that passerbys and co-inhabitants of the area maintain a respectable distance from key goat gorilla territories. Uh, When trained in captivity, they can serve as figures of security while still showing qualities of obedient pets. Uh, King Boomy's famed goat gorilla Flopsy was a perfect example of this. Go-Gorillas seem to be intelligent to a certain degree, as Flopsy was able to recognize his owner as well as his own name. In addition to this, they seem to retain certain pieces of information, such as the layout of particular locations and the identity of previously observed figures. Flopsy was able to both recognize Aang and kind of uh, uh, troll around Omashu in the search for King Bumi. They are very affectionate, mostly to their respective owners. They enjoy displays of affection, such as being rubbed and played with because there's a great bit where Flopsy, like, rolls onto his back, and is
0: King Boom totally is just approaches. like, sugar, 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 sugar.
1: It does only say here times. that the only goat gorilla known to be tamed is Flopsy. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, they That's are crazy. herbivores, exclusively, and, uh, wait, nope, take that back, I misread this thing. It says, however, while both the goat and the gorilla are herbivores, the goat gorilla is not, as it is known to eat lop-eared rabbits. Oh, there
0: you go. Munch. Munch, munch, munch. Munch, munch.
1: Yeah. So, like, I appreciate how. I don't know if this has been true for all of the articles on this website, but at the bottom of the Goat Gorilla, there is a separate external link for both a goat and a gorilla. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In case you wanted to be like, huh, oh, what are these things like on their own? Then you could check it out. So, yeah. yeah, Goat Gorillas, they're uh, whack. <laughs> really. And amazing. And amazing. So if if you got if you've got like king boomy levels of eccentricity and like spirit and gusto then yeah go and go and pick up a go gorilla.
0: Well like I feel like like you know Flopsy's a prime example where it's like you know like gives you the the impression that you've got this very intimidating pet. Mm-hmm. So like if anyone tries to mess with you they can be like Rrrr, yeah, Flopsy can be like woah like, but then really it's just the biggest softy. Yeah. Cause I am pretty sure there's also this very cute moment when uh, in in the show when Aang realizes that the big thi- that you know, the, the big goat gorilla is flopsy yeah, instead of yeah, the cute yeah. little rabbit. And he goes like kinda dog like where like he his little tail kinda, <laughs> kinda kinda <laughs> kinda, kinda <laughs> and it wangs. Oh, he's just a big softy. I a, want one. He's just a big I don't softie. have the room for one, but I want one. Yeah, the, I the, don't think he'd fit through any of my doors.
1: <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, the back legs kind of have a, the the goat bend a little bit, but there's not a little bit of
0: hoof. There,
1: is it a hoof though?
0: It looks like a little bit of cloven hoof.
1: I guess you're right. I was about to say that they they have kind of have like um like a two big
0: claws, but oh well, yeah, it's more like you know how the goats got the, kind of the, the the double hoof yeah that spread so I, they can I guess walk it's on a hoof. Stuff. It's kind of a hoof
1: looks it's it's hoof like in in it's nature <laughs> <laughs> good man yeah i i it's gonna be
0: rough not gonna lie Ooh, the, uh, my stomach a, just owning...
1: growled really loudly and i wonder if you can hear it on <laughs> mic
0: i don't think so but... pay,
1: pay attention to future griffin Grr. um but yeah uh t- what was i saying <laughs> um that Oh, you think God. I'm awesome? I do think that this is true. But are you more awesome than a goat gorilla? I mean, yeah.
0: Oh, stop, <laughs> man!
1: Oh, you dude. <laughs> goat gorillas, I think, kind of fall into a similar uh, audience, a uh, market as the saber-toothed moose lion. Like, yeah, big, big, big pets for big boys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And. Although, a bit more of the affection, I think. I think you can get some pretty genuine affection out of a, a goat gorilla.
0: Yeah, than then a saber-toothed moose lion.
1: Yeah. It's like when you have a really big dog, and it doesn't know how big they really are, and they try oh, to, like, yeah, sit on you.
0: When they think they're a lap dog. Yeah, and, and it's like, you're
1: a hundred pounds, my guy. Like, I, I love saw this you, really but g- shit.
0: A really good picture of, like, a Great Dane that wants to sit Great in its owner's Danes. lap. So, like, it, it's like, butt is... But then, like, its half of its body, its front paws are, like, standing on the, on the ground. Yep. So, like, its butt and legs are, like, up and curled, but it's still standing. It's very good. My
1: dog Kirby would do that on the couch. Like, her back half would be, like, curled up on the couch, but her front half would be off the couch and just standing. It was very <laughs> strange.
0: <laughs> it's like, I think you're, 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 in the whole lounging thing, you're kind of confused.
1: Yeah. Could, who would win in a fight? Flopsy or Fufu cuddly poop. Well, sorry, not Fufu cuddly uh, poops, but Fufu cuddly poops is mom.
0: Yeah, I mean, probably the mom.
1: I think it'd be. This goes back to the conversation. This was a ye oldie breadmines conversation of who would win in a fight: a grizzly bear or a silverback gorilla.
0: I'd still say the silverback gorilla.
1: I do too, which is why I'm kind of leaning team goat gorilla.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I. I think that the that the the moose line may take it. I think saber moose just line size.
1: Yeah, they have, they have the size advantage for sure. But like, I think go gorillas got like the agility.
0: That's why I that's why I said silverback and, and, and yeah. Let let us know, folks, who you think would win in a fight: <laughs> a, 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 a grizzly bear, a silverback gorilla. Um,
1: and I will be sure to send it to all of my my coworkers and be like, hey, look how wrong you are,
0: team grizzly. The bear. The public said. But yeah, no, a uh, uh, goat gorilla is adorable, strange, um, kind of intimidating. They don't have one.
1: the, am I remembering right that goats have like square pupils?
0: Yeah, they're kind of square. Goat gorillas don't way. have that. They kind of did. I mean, I'm looking at the picture. Well, it's, yeah, it's got sort of like a, like a, yeah, I'm looking at it too. and I, I thought I saw it. That's not I'm a square, not. my guy. I mean, it's kind of a square. It's like more of a rectangle, but I don't know. <sighs> look up a picture of a, of goat eyes. Yeah, all right. See what there is to see. Goat eyes. It's not so much a square as it is the uh, sideways hourglass right. kind yeah, of
1: thing. Yeah, it's like an, it's like a rectangle. Uh, ah, yeah, like you got weird... you got me, Zach. Rob, uh, y- you got boom, me. Boom. Oh God.
0: I know my stuff sometimes, and then when I don't, I act like I do, and then I look like an idiot yeah
1: yeah <laughs> i've always said on the show that if we're wrong somebody will correct us and no one has yet
0: i feel like i'm wrong
1: a lot <laughs> me too but you know by the transitive property anyway goat is um i think that's gonna do it on, on the i think goat it's gorillas. gonna do it for
0: today yeah yeah yeah, yeah. hey avatar's great Avatar great. If you haven't watched it and you have a Netflix, um, ch- check it out because it's still one of my favorites. Um, I I, ha- I own them on Blu-ray because I'm obsessed.
1: Yes, I I looked the other day. That Water Tribe jersey is still out of stock. Really? I think they just don't make them anymore. Oh, that's a bummer. I'm real bummed because I want that Water Tribe jersey. Oh, it's a very good jersey. I know that I'm like I'm supposed to be an airbender or whatever based on whatever, but like I'm a waterbender at heart. I oh, no, you're a waterbender hands yeah. down. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Earth baby. Earth all the way. Earth all the way.
1: Alright, well uh shall
0: we shall we wrap it up? Let's take it home. Let's take it home. <sighs> Folks.
1: Thank you all for joining us today here on the Thanks. Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop.
0: Multiversal Pet Shop.
1: Yep. Um Okay, <laughs> you you canceled the bit at the beginning. I'm going to cancel the bit at the end. That's uh, fine. Thank you all for for joining us on this uh, uh, avatar-filled adventure. Uh, if you enjoyed the show and want to uh, some some shows of a similar flavor, go check out the other shows on our network, Ghostlight Media. We've got a lot of fun mm. content with a lot of funny folks, and uh, mm. yeah, you can find
0: all of those shows at GhostlightMedia.net. Absolutely, and if you want to, uh, I guess, not so much have a say in what we talk about on the show, but have interest in knowing about any specific creatures, or want to know uh, a good pet that'd be good for you and your family, or have a and d character that you're just looking for a little uh, bit of a, a more creative uh, yeah. uh, pet pal for your character... Uh, send us a, a a a DM. Sign to our DMs, everyone uh, <laughs> at Pet Shopcast on Twitter. I'm am uh, a big
1: proponent for D and D characters like that aren't like spellcasters ha- or rangers like having pets,
0: having non traditional pets.
1: Yeah, and like I'm just saying, like you know, because we think of you got know, a wizard's familiar and then like ranger or and Warlocks. War companions. Yeah, yeah, but you know, why can't a barbarian have a dog?
0: I mean, my my new uh. uh arcane trickster rogue where the shadow monk has a pet mouse oh god
2: <laughs>
0: mainly because i have the urchin background but
1: why does that why does that prompt you to have a pet mouse
0: it's in the in the the equipment you get as Is an it? urchin you get a pet mouse what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit
1: Alright, well uh <laughs> that will do it for us today. Everybody, thank you again for joining us. Uh I'm I've been Griffin. <laughs> I've been Zach. And just remember everybody at the end of the day.
0: Why, it's all about love, baby. It's all about love, baby. It's Good, all about love. Good night, everybody.
1: Good night, Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thank you all for listening to episode 40, holy shit, of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network on ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and the fantastic, phenomenal people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Ice Deer Brewing, Nate, and Joel for their continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, throw some rocks, splash some water, blow some leaves around, play with fire. Responsibly. Okay, bye!
0: This has been a Ghostlight Media Production.